That's about time, I think. How are we how are we feeling about that, Val? That was perfect. Once again, <laughs> a beautiful intro. Uh, as always, if you're if you're watching on tr- on Twitch, uh, first of all, thank you, welcome. I cannot hear the music. I just know that it lasts for a certain amount of time, so I just dance to fill that time. And if you're listening to this on a podcast, uh, this isn't really relevant to you. Uh, but either way, thank you everyone for tuning in via whatever method you find fit to I Love Improv with Trent Dozier. Thanks for being here. Uh, shout yourself out in the chat. And also, give some uh, shout-outs, give some love to our technical support, our technical producer, our also regular producer. I don't know. She's She's got many <laughs> titles. She's very talented. Please give it up for Val Agnew. Hi, Val. Hey, what's up? Nothing. I'm just chilling, ready to do some freaking improv like I do here every other Thursday on twitch.tv slash the Trident Network. And you know what, Val? Speaking of twitch.tv slash the Trident Network, if you are a subscriber to this Twitch channel, you can now use the exclusive emotes of the Trident Network Twitch, which is uh, the party dolphin claps. Am I correct on that, Val? Oh, that is so correct. I have just used them. Oh, <laughs> good. Yeah. So if you're in the chat, you can see what these uh, sweet party dolphin claps look like. And of course, uh, if you are a subscriber to twitch.tv slash the Trident Network, you have unlimited access to the party okay. dolphin claps, uh, not only on our Twitch streams, but on any Twitch stream you watch. And that's very cool. Um, that's right. Also, you know, we're here to do some improv because as the name of the show says... I love improv, and this week we have a very, very special guest, a very talented performer, but also a very talented human overall, someone I'm very excited uh, to be able to do some improv with, but also get to talk about improv with, because I think they are someone who is very thoughtful about the improv that they do, and the improv that they like, and the art form in general, and I guess now that I'm thinking about it, a thoughtful person in general. This is a good, this is a good overall person. I like this person a lot. Uh, please welcome to the screen my guest for this week, Ariel Sinha. Woo! Yoo-hoo! Hello. Hello, Ariel. How are you doing? Hey, buddy. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I am having like the busiest season of my life, but it's good. It's all good. Artistically. Artistically, yeah. I mean, work-wise and artistically, I'm doing some cool projects, which I'm really excited about. It's just like crazy deadlines, and I'm working around the clock. But that's this awesome. is a nice little. This is a great break for me. Though, so. <laughs> Good. <It is. laughs> and I mean that. Well, first of all, if you're in the chat, please uh, show Ariel some love. Uh, she's a talented improviser, as you are about to see. Uh, but also she is an incredibly, insanely talented artist. Uh, for more information on her work, you can visit arielsinhaha.com or follow her on Instagram at arielsinhaha. She posts her work all the time. It is just gorgeous. Actually, oh, this, okay. So for the Twitch stream, 
you'll see right here as I awkwardly mess up my whole setup, this picture oh. above my right shoulder is uh, Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys, which is my partner Nia D'Amelio's favorite band. Nia's actually probably in the chat. Uh, but Ariel did that picture of uh, Brian Wilson per Nia's request, um, and it's gorgeous, and it h hangs in the creation station in our apartment, as I call it. Oh, I love that creation station. Yes. I love the collection behind you too. Those Funkos are. Yeah, we got a lot of Funko pops. Watching over you. Maybe one day, uh, maybe one day I won't have any guests, uh, and I'll just do improv exclusively with uh, all these <laughs> Funko pops. That could be fun. Uh, well, it before be. uh, before we get into it, um, first off, everybody in the chat, we need Ariel and I will need a suggestion of um, a scene to do for all of you. Before we get that, um, as always, I would like it to be a hyper-specific suggestion as opposed to something like boots. It would be something more specific like Trent is a boot salesman and Ariel is in the store trying to buy her first pair of boots and also she is balding. You know, something like that. <laughs> something better. <laughs> Something better than that. Uh, but if you want to maybe wait a second before you start flooding in the suggestion, if you have an idea already, please throw your suggestions into the chat. If you want to wait a second, maybe our <laughs> brief discussion Ariel and I are about to have might help inform your decision a little bit more. Um, first, as always, uh, as we do on I Love Improv with Trent Dozier, I, Trent Dozier, will tell you, my guest, Ariel Sinha, what I love about your improv. Ariel. Does that sound good to cool. you? <laughs> that sounds really nice. Bring it. And then after this conversation, maybe that uh, can help inform people of a specific scene that they want to see. I don't know. We'll see. And if no one gives us a suggestion, Val will. And that's why Val's here. Uh, actually, that's her secondary function. Obviously, Val's primary function is making sure technically all of this works. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, Ariel, first off, yeah. you are, uh, as a human, as I've said multiple times, you radiate joy. And I think that comes across uh when you're on stage it never especially when you are clearly having fun i think um people see that and it's fun to not only watch but it's really fun to be a part of um for me in the litany of groups i played with in chicago you were one of my i feel like i'm a little uh chaotic or i can be chaotic and um just sitting in a scene is very hard for me, but when it's when it was a two-person scene with you, which we actually, now that I'm thinking of, did a lot of. We were on the same Herald team together. Slice. Ever heard of it? Slice. Pretty cool team. Um, and we did a lot of first beat scenes together, just the two of us. And those are some of my favorite, just being able to be a real human with someone. I think you're, like, the best at that. One of the oh, best thanks. at that. You're just... You can you can easily move into Goof Town and Goof Central and actually as you and I and Val were talking about before the show started in terms of like a big overall piece you're great at like connecting everyone and bringing everyone together but when it just comes to one on one improv um, you're one of my favorite people to just sit and do a scene with like forgive me if the scene we do and end, ends up being 30 minutes today because i just love to sit and do improv <laughs> with you it's just like i don't know it's a freaking joy it's a joy to do it Thanks, and you're just bud. good at it i don't know oh that's so nice what do you think Thank you. what do you agree with that do you feel like you're the realest person you know on stage uh yeah sometimes sometimes i can i do yeah but 
usually it's so like really nice to hear you say that because I often think of that as like a fault. Like I feel like uh, improv should be comedy and I'm not afraid of like getting into like the depths of it. Mm. And if we're really connecting in a relationship way, that's not necessarily funny. Like I'm not afraid of that, but there are all, all the time scenes where I walk away being like, Oh yeah, that was supposed to be funny. And instead we just like felt some stuff for a while. And I think that's cool too. And that happens, but like you are always, I think the, the reason you and I make a, a good team is because we can go to those depths, but like, you'll always make sure that it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, thank you. That's high praise. You can carry that. Yeah. You can carry that. Um, take up the mantle well, with making sure. I, w- I will say thank you. That's great praise. I love that. I also think you are selling yourself a little short on how funny you are. (laughs) You are very funny. Um, And you are, I honestly feel like you are like me in the, in the sense of like, we can both be funny, but we can also be real. And you just tend to lean more towards realness. And I tend to lean more towards (laughs) not a real, (laughs) not a real person going off the, (laughs) off the walls. Um, but that's great. I think that's fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. But that's good. I mean, of all of the times that we've performed together, I have to, I always work with you, I know. But like my favorite moments are when it's you in a scene and I'm not in the scene, I'm in the wings. Mm-hmm. And because our Herald team was called Slice, you know where I'm going with this. There'd be something that happens in the scene, like a guillotine drops or mm-hmm. like something happens. And I would from the side, knowing that this was like a laugh trigger for you, I would just go Slice mm-hmm. and like, it's such an inside baseball kind of joke, like that only we would find funny, but just breaking you and that would happen is like my favorite thing ever. <laughs> like it's such an easy thing. I love. He laughs every yeah, time. I love to be. I love to be broken. I think it. I think if you break on stage, it's not a bad thing. I know people look at that like it's a bad thing. Katie Klein, who is a Chicago improviser who I look up to big time, the best piece of advice I ever got was from her in a class, was she was like. Um, I always was self-conscious about breaking because teachers would give me notes like, don't break, you break too much, blah, blah, blah. And then one day I realized I was playing with people who I love and make me laugh and I think are very funny. So if I'm going to laugh for three seconds in the middle of a scene and then go back into it, I think that's fine. And I was like, wow, yeah. that makes a lot of sense to me because it comes across. It shows that you're having yeah. joy. And as I've said before, it's a lot more fun to watch people have fun than it is to watch people try to be good at improv. I agree. And, you know, I was thinking about this earlier today because I think I've been really bad about breaking since shows have been coming back. Um, and I'm like, what is it? Cause I used to be decent at like keeping it together. And I'm like, I think it's just because I forgot how much fun this all is. Mm-hmm. And like something so ridiculous will happen. And I'm like, Oh yeah, this is so stupid. And I love it so much. Um, it just is, you know, feels good to laugh i'm like i really gotta rein it in i don't think you do i don't think you do thanks let those giggles fly <laughs> okay with all that being said let's do some improv um there is a bit of a delay between um the chat what you're hearing and me what i'm saying so if you have a suggestion for a scene please throw it in the chat right now um val how's it looking out there You've received two excellent suggestions oh. from someone who happens to live in your house. Uh, Bo- I, both are from her. Both uh-huh. are from her. 
Are you okay with that? Because yeah, great. I'm good. Whichever one Val you think okay. is better, you you give to us, and then Ariel and I will do okay. some improv. I'm, okay, I'm gonna pick one, and I'm gonna add one additional detail great. to it. Trent is a docent at a Titanic museum. Oh boy! And Ariel is a security <clears throat> guard at the same museum who has a dark fascination with the shipwreck. <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, Ready? Yes. <sighs> well, the uh, the back gate's clear. Okay, great. Um, every all the um, uh, everything, all the um, oh my god, it's just been such a long day. Everything's secure. All the all the pieces are secure. Oh, I'm sorry. There were some. You all right? Yes, yes. I'm okay. There were some people who were a little rude during the final tour of the day and they tried to oh, jump on to the um the movie stuff that we have yeah they were doing the jack and rose they were trying to and i yeah you know i'm very small so it was hard for me to physically stop and i was in the security wing with don who is obviously not as good mm. as you are at your job um and Don was struggling, but eventually we got it all separated. I'm just a little flustered, but everything's secure inside. Yeah, well, you know what? I, I've i been thinking about that a lot lately and how many people are trying to jack and rose up there. And I'm going to build something. I'm going to rig my own way of keeping people off of that because I don't seem to respect the lives lost, you know? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I feel like they are you know, the movie glorifies it and romanticizes it, but you know how how much death there was that day. I personally and know I, how much there was. Yes, you know. Yes, I talk about it every day. <laughs> I I uh, do. Uh, if I if I may posit a suggestion, I do think that's a good idea, and I think it could be productive and definitely helpful to me in my day. But I do think you have to run that up the food chain barney were you planning on running that up the food chain or were you just going to start building i noticed a bunch of uh wooden boards in your truck this morning when i got here yeah oh i'm gonna you know ask it better to to ask forgiveness uh is i feel like it's one of those things um the look i'm taking some initiative around here it's maybe the first time in a long time since the divorce that i have felt excited about anything and i just I really need this. So please just keep it under your hat for now. Especially don't tell Dawn. I know, but Dawn is the head of security and I just feel... Yeah, and she's also my ex-wife. And she and I are not on good terms. Uh And, uh, you know, I just... I need a leg up on her. Okay, I... Again, I support this decision in theory. Whose side... Can you tell me again whose side... You're on, Jake. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't. You gotta pick, man. I just feel like I shouldn't have to be in the middle of this. Both of you are my friends. Obviously, if I could only have one of you as a security guard, it would be you, Barney, because you are physically larger than Don. And anytime someone's trying to Jack and Rose over in the corner, you're much better yeah. at separating them from Jack and Rosen than Don is. But. As I've said, you're both my friends. I've had great one-on-one time with both of you, and I've had great times with you as a couple. And I don't know. 
it would it be crazy of me to try and set you guys back up do like a parent trap situation are you back jake i'm here can you hear me i can hear you jake sorry i uh had to go to the bathroom (laughs) that's okay that's okay what i was saying maybe you heard me maybe you didn't would it be would it be out of out of bounds for me to try and parent trap you and don back together are you saying you have a twin jake (laughs) no no i do have a i do have a pair of triplet younger brothers but that's obviously not (laughs) really yes do you think the four of you would want to come over for some darts and some beers (laughs) well all three all three of them um uh live in south africa they are uh nuts currently not in the states so i can't i i think that it it would be something they would like to do but i i wasn't saying i would necessarily how about just you jake would you like to come over for some darts and some beers yeah some one-on-one guy time yes We, we could solidify our friendship a little more I'll solidify. That's 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 fine by me. I just don't. I feel like now you're trying to use me as a tool against Don, and I don't want that to be the case. I would love to be your friend. I would not love to be your weapon of choice. Are you crying? Yeah, I hear you. No, Jake. No. No, I hear you. Barney, I just uh... Barney, don't cry. No, it's fine. You know, of course. Of course, there's two sides to every story, and I'm sure Dawn has told you hers, and mine is just that I loved her unconditionally, and she stomped on my heart. So, you know, if you if you still feel like you can't pick sides, that's fine. We can just, you know, just be work friends. Listen, Barney, I don't think that what she did wasn't wrong. It just seemed like she fell out of love and that was it she didn't cheat on you she didn't it hurts worse to hear you say it jake (laughs) i know i know but you're gonna have to it's been four and a half years and i just feel like it's time to start coming around that she's not gonna come back around unless unless there was some type of parent trap situation where i basically tricked her into loving you again i don't want to be used by a weapon by you I want to be the weapon you for want myself. To weaponize yourself. I love. I love. So Okay. Okay, so we can't So the answer is yes. Okay. I would just Yes, I was confused by the reference. I was started thinking about Lindsay Lohan and how there's only one of her. Oh, now I get it because there's also only one of Okay, there's one of you. We're <laughs> yeah. going to play both sides. I mean, I wasn't I I don't I I think a reference to parent trapping is more getting divorced parents back together as opposed to being twins getting divorced parents back together. Okay. I think the the end goal is what parent trapping is as opposed to the whole movie. Okay. Well, I just that's good to hear because I don't have time to go to summer camp again. <laughs> well, even Sure, but even if that was the case, you would not be the one if you were getting parent trapped, you wouldn't be the one going to summer camp i i would be you would be sending okay and i'd be the stepmom i'd be the young hot stepmom <laughs> no no you would <laughs> you would be dennis quaid oh okay field of dreams no dennis quaid was in the baseball movie dennis quaid was in was the rookie 
Field, oh, okay. Field of Dreams is Kevin Costner. Bull Durham was also Kevin Costner. And Kevin Costner was also in a third baseball movie, which I can't think of because most of my movie knowledge is filled with Titanic. Titanic. Stuff. Yeah, so so I can't That's think fair. of it at the time, at this time. Yeah. Hey, you. Is this a new suit, Jake? You look yes. good. You look different. Yes, well, I have recently decided to forego the beard and ride mustache mountain so to speak well, it's a good look for you i'm so glad they finally let your you know the docent team start wearing navy yes i i agree navy is my color um i think it's slimming and i actually think earlier in the day i might have secured a date with a patron <gasps> so oh with a patron yes yes i know i've been talked to I've, i know are... i've been talked to before about <laughs> dating patrons of the titanic museum but i you know they're just so impressed with me um sure because they're titanic fans and clearly so am i so you know i'm not very good at talking to other people outside of i would say my co-workers <gasps> which is why i get along with you and don but why did you have to do that Jake? <laughs> <laughs> you keep bringing her up i'm sorry it's just i don't there's jake let me explain something to you. Our marriage was like the Titanic. Let me put this in terms you'll understand. Okay. Our marriage was just like the Titanic. Okay, I think I got it. S built, sturdy, strong foundation. Everyone said this ship's going to go the distance. All it took was one iceberg named Peter. <laughs> I assume, I don't know the iceberg's name. I just, these are unrelated parallels all it took was one iceberg to take the whole ship down and don just like the selfish passengers said women and children first and she <laughs> left and took my kids oh my god wait and i haven't seen them in weeks we're still working out the custody negotiations and until then i'm just not supposed to see them barney are you saying that don did cheat on you there was an iceberg because she told me that there was no iceberg. Jake, I don't want to. I don't want to speak ill of Don, but there was an iceberg, and his name is Peter, and he works in the gift shop. I think you know him. <laughs> Peter from the gift shop, Peter. Peter from the gift shop, Peter. What's he got that I don't got, Jake? Oh, muscles. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sorry, that just kind of slipped out. I didn't. That was so fast you said that. So fast. Well, I can picture his body kind of perfectly. And it, it's muscles. I think it's muscles. You, you're, you're a big, sturdy guy, good security, but he's, like, shredded. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. could do cheese on his abs, probably. You could grate it. What do you mean? You could grate <laughs> cheese on his abs. She probably did. No. Stop. Don loves cheese. I didn't. I don't. Don loves cheese, and I love Don. Okay, hey, but hey. And I love cheese. Okay. Um. You want? Uh. You want to go? I... Did you hear that? There's no, the alarm's going off by the back gate. Oh, let's go, let's go. <laughs> I'll go with you. I know this isn't your job, but come with me. I'm scared. <laughs> 
oh, I'm going to come with you because I'm scared. I don't want to be left alone. Okay. I don't want a okay. night at the museum situation to arise either. Okay. Hold my hand, Jake. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. You have soft hands, Jake. Thank you. I moisturize three times a day. You better tell me what is good. You look good. You've been moisturizing. I can tell you've been hitting the gym. Mm. What's this about? Just try, uh, I just I had a conversation with my mom recently where she yelled at me for not having a partner. So I'm really trying to put myself out there so my mom's not mad at me anymore. Well, well do you think you want a partner? <sighs> I don't know. I've I've re- tell you I really that. settled into a routine. Oh no, is this going to be a thing about getting divorced? <laughs> you think you want a partner, Jake? my god they'll keep you company for a while but the loneliness that you feel when they're gone it's not worth it you know what i think i'll probably just pop out the front and i'll let you handle whatever's going on back here and I'll okay see you all right okay that's our scene <laughs> uh, classic Classic sad boy Ariel. <laughs> Very emo. Uh, uh, it was, yeah. I feel like I feel like typically when you and I do a scene together, we are like siblings or a couple or some like personally related. And it was yeah. it was fun to play more peripheral in like these characters' personal lives. Um, mm-hmm. and be a little more <laughs> off the wall. I will say, I will say in that one, you felt more like the Trent and I was more of the Ariel. You were more of the oh. goofball. I, I felt that. Yeah, I, I felt that too. I kept waiting for the tables to turn. No, no, no. Sometimes, uh, sometimes you just got to let Ariel be the little goofball. You know what I mean? <laughs> I also, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I agree with you. Um, I feel like you and I have done so many scenes where we're a couple about to meet the other's parents. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why. That's just always. That is true. I feel like at a minimum, we've done probably 12 of those. (laughs) Yeah, Um, for sure. Also, sorry, my internet went out. I was, I don't know what happened or uh, that I started lagging, but I was in the middle of explaining that I wanted to parent trap you guys, so I was glad I got to wrap around, wrap back around to it. <laughs> I couldn't tell if it was yours or mine. Uh, could have been both. Well, I did hear Val say something about mine, so I think it was probably me. <laughs> That's fine. I didn't have the wherewithal to vamp, so I just also froze. <laughs> it worked well, out in the end. Yeah, a lot tougher to uh, vamp in the middle of the scene that's already happening than in the uh in the beginning of the show two weeks ago when we lasted the show my internet went out when i was introducing our guest for that week matt rorty and he basically took over hosting um but if my internet goes out in the middle of the scene that's way harder way harder for someone to come back from but i thought the uh the bathroom break was a nice choice oh thanks seems like something what was my character's name what'd you barney Barney, like the dinosaur. Seems like something Barney. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, it's it's also it's also pretty funny to it kind of puts the first couple minutes of the scene in a new light. If you think either 
all of that conversation or, uh, you know, at least part of that conversation was happening in the men's bathroom and Barney was in a stall or something. And he was just like, hey, we got to talk about this. So you just come with me while I go pee real quick and then we'll keep going. That puts a that puts a different spin on on what we saw, I think. Yeah, I do love that as just in general, when a scene is taking place somewhere or you think it is and then. It ends up being the reveal. Else. It's very fun. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also think um, that's like a thing that happens in real life is you don't stop your conversations to go. You know, if you're if you're living together, for example, and you were doing a scene in the kitchen or whatever, and you're having a conversation, but you have to pee. You're going to go to the bathroom and, you know, keep the conversation going. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it felt real. Yeah, it did. And we're, I mean, I I don't know about you, but this is a very pee with a door open kind of household. Yeah. (laughs) Just just carry on what Mm -hmm, you're doing. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Someone's always peeing. (laughs) Someone's always peeing or pooping, (laughs) doing one of the other bathrooms. No, that's one, that's, yeah, that's one line I will not cross. Poop with the door closed. (laughs) That's what I've been told, but. Sometimes you just gotta let them rip. You know what I mean? You can't tame this beast. Yes, I do not. <laughs> Val, what'd you think? I thought it was great. It definitely was the the most grounded scene that you've done so far. Um, and it felt really real. Um, and I thought that, like, even the sillier moments, like the parent trap thing, like I feel like I've had that conversation. Like I, that felt very real, like mm-hmm. something a friend would like offer to do, even if it was sort of tongue in cheek, like, how can I help you? Um, and there was a moment where Ariel, you tried to like change the subject. You were like, how, you, you look great. Like what's this new suit? You know, you, and like that also felt very like organic and real because like you obviously don't want to continue to talk about this <laughs> situation that you're in um and then of course trent brought it back to that anyways which is perfect (laughs) well i think at that point it did get to a point where i was like okay i feel like we only know about barney i want to know what's going on with jake and so it's like in real it's like improv is like real life where you're like oh i've been talking about myself Mm -hmm. for too long and time to switch it up that's very funny too because i also feel like um in real life i'm a person who is like I never want to talk about myself. So I was Jake in that situation where I'm like, and let's uh, flip it back to you, Barney. <laughs> now that we've briefly touched on me and we're back to you. Just, you know, I never want the the spotlight shown on me. I, I guess I never realized that about you. There's a lot you don't know about me. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Mystery. You're... <laughs> no, I feel like I, oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say, I feel, yeah, I think you don't offer up, as, like as a rule, you don't offer it up, but you're a very open person. If someone asks you about something, you'll answer. Yeah, I, I agree with that, especially with my friends or people who I can consider trustworthy. <laughs> yeah. um, Which is also one thing I really appreciate about you and our friendship is... Um, I love when people are nice, just good people, which you are, of course. Thank you. But I, I like when they have an element still of like the, a willingness to like talk shit when it really comes down to it. <laughs> and 
you have that even though everyone if you ask anyone like what's your opinion on Trent they'd be like nicest mm -hmm. ever which is true but like if you have an opinion on something you won't hold back with your good friends which I love well thank you I I agree I also feel like I don't hold back when I when I need to but I think I think I'm that way because that's also something I appreciate in in people is if you have a problem with something I'd rather know about it than someone being like you know you know nice to your face and and shitty behind your back or whatever the old yeah. the old adage of uh act how you want to be treated or treat others how you want to be treated yeah so yeah. that is to say nice to your face but also mean to your face <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I also really enjoyed, I, as Val knows by now, I'm sure, I love scenes with uh, many pop culture references and that little, uh, I guess there weren't a ton, but especially since the suggestion was based off of Titanic, which is a huge piece of both historical and popular culture. So that was fun. But like the little, the baseball movie tangent was like my favorite my favorite funny. 30 seconds of the whole scene <laughs> and crazy it was top of oh sorry go ahead oh, no, go no, ahead. Go. i was just gonna say it's top of mind too because the field of dreams game is today it's, is that what yeah, you're gonna say about? my husband okay. is at that game right now michael's there oh no yeah. way what's the what do you mean so they play every year the Sox play a game in that field and they play a different team every year. And this year they happen to be playing the Yankees, which is Michael's favorite team. And uh, another improviser, Colin Kibler, works for the Sox. And so he got, he and Michael are there right now. He got them tickets. To wait, go. wait, okay, wait a minute. In the actual cornfield? Yeah, it's like 8,000 fans uh, and they play a game in that field. I am. And there's, it's, there's like the cornfield is around oh. it. Like you can. And they wear throwback uniforms, right. which is very mm -hmm. cute. I, I, I don't understand how it's possible that I could not have known this until this moment. I'm shocked that you didn't know this. <laughs> I'm shocked. I mean, I've seen the White Sox wear throwback uniforms before, but always at Comerica, Capital One, Comiskey, whatever the name of their... <laughs> guaranteed rate. Guaranteed, yeah, guaranteed rate. currently. Uh, and Kevin Costner is there too. He's at the game. He's like greeting all the players. <laughs> speechless, stunned. Speechless. I am flabbergasted. I again, I just simply don't understand how I couldn't have ever seen it ever in my entire life. I watch Sports Center. I I love baseball. It does feel like this year, for some reason, it's like a bigger deal than it's ever so is it, been. Like, I've heard about it It's the same yeah. day every year? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Yeah, I was wondering if it was like a, in the movie they played the final game on August 12th. So every year on August 12th, the White Sox play in that field. <laughs> is it in Iowa? Is the field yeah. literally in Iowa? Yeah. Yeah. It's like just over the border in Iowa. So like it's like really close to Galena, Illinois. I'm just this has derailed my life. <laughs> I I just don't understand. I don't understand how I never could have known about this. My brother played college baseball. I know people who are in the minor leagues right now. 
Like, baseball is very important to my whole family. And the fact that this slipped by me... Uh, let's talk about improv, because I can't. <laughs> I literally can't. I can't wrap my head around this. <sighs> there were a lot of great uh, quotes. Like, all the the um, Jack and Rosing, like, using it as a verb. The first time... <laughs> The first time you said it, Ariel, I was like, this sounds so funny, and I'm going to say it again yeah. later. <laughs> I just knew I wanted to say it. Jack and Rose, yeah, it does sound like a like a sex mm-hmm. thing. But it's not, and everyone knows what it actually yeah. is. It's funny, too, because the first yeah. time you said it, I was like, it took me a minute to like process what you had said, and then I was like, that's... It's everything you said is correct. It sounds like one thing, but it isn't. But the other thing it is is also just ridiculous. Ugh, it was very funny. I was happy I was able to say it later. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever Jack and Rosed off of anything? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've have. jacked and I've rosed. You know, you got to be <laughs> the ability to do both is huge. Okay, c- continue, Val. <laughs> oh, no, I think. There were a couple, like, really quick responses, one from each of you that stood out. One, these weren't, like, one, one of them isn't necessarily funny, but I was just like, wow, that was really fast. When uh, when our Ariel asked you, like, why your hands are so soft and, like, all that stuff, you just, like, readily had, like, well, my mom has been giving me a hard time. <laughs> Which, like, yeah. I was like, is this based in reality? Because <laughs> it was just so fast. Um, and then, of course, what's he got that I don't have? Muscles. <laughs> yeah. So fast. That that one too was like a just a natural like, oh, that's the funniest thing, and it came to my mind immediately. But then I was like I felt like I dug myself into a hole because earlier I was praising Barney for how big and strong he was, and then I was like, Okay, how am I gonna how am I gonna adjust this? It No, it was yeah. perfect. Because I I could picture Barney or myself as Barney and like being just like a brick house of mm-hmm. a person, but not necessarily fit. Just, just sturdy. <laughs> just sturdy. Yeah, that's like me. I'm just sturdy. You know, I'm hard to move. <laughs> You'd be a great Titanic Museum security guard if you ever. Yeah, that would be that would definitely be the more appropriate position for me of the two between docent and security guard because I was out of my depth. Like, I know Jackin and Rosen, but I don't know a lot about the Titanic historically. That was the other thing, too. I was glad. I do know I do know you like to fuck with me, and I'm glad um, that you probably didn't realize how little I knew about the Titanic, actually. <laughs> Otherwise, you, when I was like, uh, when I said, like, I knew, I knew how many people died on the Titanic, right when I said it, I was worried that you were going to be like, how many people did die on the Titanic? And then I was going to have to, yeah. I'm sure I would have either wildly overshot it or wildly undershot it and then been called out for it in the comments by Nia specifically. <laughs> it's so, that was my instinct when we were at that, the top mm-hmm. of the scene. Um, and we were talking about how people need to respect the death and destruction. And I was just going to start kind of throwing, tossing it over to you to give me facts about it but we were so early that i was like let's just find out who these people are i won't i won't just bury you with uh, <laughs> making you make stuff up about the titanic i don't think i don't think it would have been a wrong i don't think it would have been a wrong choice because i do think i do think we would have gotten to that uh mm-hmm. relationship between us anyways 
Yeah. But also, right. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Saved my ass. I've been, I like, what's your opinion on this? I, cause I, sometimes I, I go back and forth where I'm like, usually the first thing you think is probably the thing mm-hmm. you should say. And other times I'm like, don't say the first thing mm-hmm. you think. Um, like there's got, there's something better right, right mm. behind it. What's your opinion on that? <clears throat> I think, I think sometimes the, the speed at which you reply is what's funny as opposed to what you actually say. Like Val was saying earlier, the fact that we're responding quickly to each other is, is funnier than the fact of like, what's the fun, like muscles is a funny answer, but it's also like a true, you know, it's like a true thing that, you know, someone could feel between two people. If I had sat and waited and then been like, you know, some, I don't know. I'm not good at, that's the other thing. I, I think my answer is respond right away. Cause the more time I have to think about something, clearly the worse I am yeah. at, uh, giving examples of suggestions or whatever. Um, but I do think, I do think typically, I also feel like so rarely do I, think like okay what would my character's correct response be usually trent's response comes out and then i have to justify it as the character Mm -hmm. um but i do know i do know a lot of people are the opposite of that where they do take a long time to think about the response or they do hold back from the first um just saying the first thing that comes to mind i don't think there's a right or wrong way i do think it's player preference i would say it's maybe dependent a little bit on your natural style versus like what you're trying to do in the moment because like i definitely tend to like my first instinct is a very like like grounded authentic answer right like i would just say like what i would really say in real life but sometimes i want to be silly so like once you get comfortable enough like i think that when we're taught initially like just go with whatever the thing is that comes into your mind it's because otherwise it's like agony waiting for someone to try and like get it out of themselves right like in those early times of improv but then once you're comfortable i think it's okay in certain moments to reach for the second or third thing that comes to your mind because you can still do it quickly but you might get something that even surprises you um which i think is always a fun thing to try for let me let me throw that okay. question then back to you, Ariel, <clears throat> and also you, Val. I here we are now, three episodes in of a long form improv podcast, essentially, and we're about to talk about short form again. Ariel, you've been doing a lot of short form recently. Val, as have you. I also love short form. It was the one that I started with. Do you, in a situation like a line game or something like that, are you the type of person? who is more inclined to be like, okay, I'm just going to go out and say the first thing that comes to mind. Or are you like, I'll let two or three other people go and I'll stay back and think of something really, really good. Oh, you know, fingers crossed. Hopefully Ariel. Um, I hate S in short form. The the worst thing is a, is a pause. Yes. Agreed. Um, where everyone's on the back line. So I will go out there and say anything, even if it's mm-hmm. half baked and just kind of laugh at my, laugh at myself. Um, 
I'd rather do that than have a silent stage in short form. Totally agreed. Val? Yeah, I used to be that person who never got out, like, in live uh, Latin games because you're, it's just whoever, like, jumps out faster. And, like, I just, I would always get caught up in my thoughts on stage. But since doing it digitally, mm. because it's done at least in, at comedy sports, it's done burn box style where like the ref just calls on you at random. You don't have a choice. Uh, it, you don't have a choice. So like, like last night I got called on first for something and my answer was terrible, mm -hmm. but I just leaned as hard into it as I possibly could. And it was still funny. And like, I've realized that my brand is just like failing really loud yes <laughs> like just screaming into the camera as, as, are, as loud as i can especially just, in short form yeah exactly and like i think i totally agree that like a pause is terrible and just like own it like the less you're apologizing for yourself like in the moment the funnier it's gonna be even if it's like a terror like yesterday i this wasn't even me yesterday one of my teammates who also is notoriously bad at puns <laughs> he just he was like it was like something about iced tea and like he just like mumbled a bunch of stuff and then just screamed Lipton <laughs> like it was so funny because it was just like bad on purpose yeah. uh and I just I think that's that's way better so I think yeah you need to just like jump in and go out there and do it I totally agree I think like I think in in short form I totally agree I never want a blank space never want silence and in long form I think there's way more room for that silence to be used as a tool and to be like helpful as opposed to counterproductive. I agree with both of you. I think you want to, I hate dead space, especially in short form. And I want to jump out there and fill it. And like, especially in a line game, the second I can see that no one has one, I'll walk out there and do a horrible one. And I also even like to like explain to the audience why my joke was funny yeah, Ariel yes. seen me do this. Yes. I love to explain why I was actually right and they were all wrong. But in reality, what it does is like, I think it accomplishes two things. One, it shows that you as the performer don't have any fear. And I think that's way more important for the audience to respect you in that way, as opposed to being like, well, he was really funny, but he only said like three things the whole show or whatever. And just like that confidence they really respond to. And two, me being out there just BSing gives my teammates time to think of something actually good and then be, you know, yeah. be better than me. Cause we're all working together in that capacity. We all want to put on a great show. I think we would all, and you can tell me if I'm out of line, we would all rather have the audience leaving the show being like slice was really good tonight as opposed to leaving the show and being like slice was bad, but Ariel had a good set. Yeah, totally. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's part of what I really like about Tuprov um, is that there is that space to like play in silence and play with pauses without fear of being edited or I mean, not editing is never a bad thing. But like, you know what I mean? Like sometimes in a in a, a big team, it's just like yeah. things move really quickly. Um, but I once took a workshop from Brian Husky and something he said was, um, it's like really stuck with me was like, if you're going to make a choice to like take a long pause as a character, he's like, you better be good at acting and you better be acting through the pause. Um, and personally, I don't think I'm a good enough actor to like really <laughs> do that, which is why I tend to like go at more of a clip. Um, but 
I just thought that was really interesting where he was like, cause it's like, it is good to take people naturally in real life and conversation, take pauses to stop and think and like talk, you know, think about your next move or your next line. But um, you have to act like a real person through it. You can't just be like a, you know, an improviser on stage thinking that's yeah. not fun to watch. I totally agree. Even if you're a bad actor, it's better to, at least try to act through that silence as opposed to just clearly dropping the character and being yourself and being like, all right, let me see. I got about three seconds here to think of the funniest thing I can think of. Yeah. And this is going to crush. And then, you know, <laughs> I do think so. Like when you're in, I agree with what you're saying. Like when you're in a scene, uh, I think generally your first instinct is probably mm-hmm. the best one. Um, but I also think like if you're in the wings or if you're like waiting to, I mean, if you're standing in the wings and you're ready with something, almost never should you go in with that. Like just drop it and let something yeah. else happen mm-hmm. more naturally. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think sense? it does. It's so, I agree, especially with what you were saying earlier about like being on a, a team versus two. I mean, once the show is now three people or more, then it's like no guarantee. Like if you're doing a three person show, that's 12 minutes or a two person show. That's 12 minutes. That's in theory in the two person. So show six minutes for you to, you know, be on stage where in the three person show, it's only four minutes. And the more people you add to your team, like in a 10 person slice show, if you're not in the first three scenes, then you're like, oh, shit, okay, I really got to start the game now. And then someone else starts the game in the Herald, and you're like, oh, my God, I haven't done anything. And then all of a sudden you have three people walking out trying to be like, hey, I haven't been in the show yet. Oh, me either, okay. And then I'm also, here's my idea. And it's just like the more people you add, there's too many cooks in the kitchen sometimes, you know? So when it's when it's two people, you can yeah. slow down, let everything happen. I think you mm-hmm. can make everything more important because – I do I do feel like if you have those moments of silence in like a bigger group show instead of like letting those resonate cuz there's no one on the sideline someone on the sideline could come and edit it or you know do a walk on or insert themselves yeah. into the scene just because they were like well it was quiet I didn't think anybody had anything when in reality it could have been Errol and Trent the their characters having a moment of silence together for something you know I yeah. so I agree yeah and I think when you're close enough with your team, you can yeah. pick up on what those moments are um, and you give each other that space to play. But if you're just playing in like a mishmash mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever, it, it's harder to get those moments. But I think those moments can be really, really great. Also, going back to what you were saying about if, we're not, if I'm not in the first three scenes, I got to start. The, you are an excellent game starter. That is one thing I really, really miss about playing with you is you just walking out into the middle of the stage and going, hit the lights johnny and you are some like club singer doing some like that's such a trent move in my mind Thank you. um <laughs> so fun so fun that's Song another starter. oh well i do love music in improv i think it's so funny especially because typically 50 percent, if not more of the team is bad at it number one and number two it's yeah. almost impossible <laughs> to get that many people on the same page uh singing the same song so that's always fun for me i also feel like that's a thing of like halfway through the second scene i could almost if we're doing a herald specifically halfway through the second beat of the or halfway through the second scene of the first beat i'm like well i don't want to do a first beat scene now i'll start the game 
and it's going to be a song. Or someone will mention, typically someone would mention not even a song specifically. They'd say a sentence uh, that has a song lyric in it, and I'm like, well, I've got this song stuck in my head, so I'm going to make the rest of these guys do this with me, force it upon them. (laughs) But overall, I would say follow your instincts because I think the original question from you, Ariel, was maybe which is better, which is right, or what do you think is better, something along those lines. But all that is to say, uh, and this goes back to Val failing big in comedy sports, there's no right or wrong answer, right? Because it's improv. It's all being created as we're going. So whatever you say is not right or wrong, but whatever you say is true, which I think is the most important thing. Once you say something into the world, that's like, that's real now that exists. And so if your first response was muscles as to why you got divorced, then that, you know, then that's true (laughs) and we can justify it. I, which, which makes me reminds me, I really enjoyed um, that you have (laughs) your response to being asked if you were a twin was no, but I do have three triplet brothers. (laughs) You specifically said I have a Uh, pair of triplet (laughs) <laughs> i in retrospect i heard it because i was gonna set. say i was gonna say no but i have a pair of twin you know younger brothers but i was like uh heightening's fun so i'll make it triplets <laughs> but i had already said pair uh you know sometimes the the brain is slower than the mouth yeah I should have caught that. And one of them, you know, one of them mm-hmm. died or something crazy on the Titanic. Oh, and that would have brought it full circle. A classic Ariel move. Well, Ariel, this is great. Thank you so much for being here and doing improv with me. Um, as you know, I always love watching you perform. Uh, one of my favorite things about Ariel is that she loves hot dogs just like I do. So we have that in common among other things, but she's also a great person. Great human. Please visit Ariel Sinhaha. Uh, dot com for more information on her work or follow her on Instagram at the same thing Ariel Sinhaha which is her name plus an extra ha because that's funny baby that's comedy <laughs> um, also if you uh, liked Ariel's improvisational comedy which I am hoping you did and I'm sure you did uh, if you want more of her every other Thursday on the Twitch um, the Trident Network Twitch stream which is what you're watching right now is Forgot to Mute which is a short form improv show which Ariel is a part of so um, tune in next Thursday to watch Forgot to Mute and you'll see Ariel or come back in two weeks when I'll be back um, Val can you please tell us how to subscribe to the channel yes sir so uh, if you're watching right now uh, there's a purple button below us, really below Trent right there, and uh, it says subscribe. Um, you can click on it and you can subscribe. And the nice thing about if you subscribe is that it helps us continue to do what we're doing right now. Uh, we have a lot of amazing people making podcasts, doing shows like this one, uh, making videos and web series. Um, and it is only with your support that we can continue to provide that platform and help uh, those amazing creators make their stuff. Uh, you can actually subscribe for free if you have an Amazon Prime subscription, wow. which I'm going to put. 
Yeah, I know, right? Can you believe it? Um, I just put the link uh, to the directions on how to do that. It's only like maybe four or five clicks and um, you can give us uh, some financial support uh, at no cost to yourself. And if you subscribe to our channel now, as Trent mentioned at the top of the show, you get access to our cool uh, party dolphin emote and we're gonna have more party dolphin emotes soon. Party dolphin is basically our mascot. Uh, you'll see a little party. His little party hat is right there uh, at the bottom of the chat, too. Um, so uh, if you're liking Party Dolphin, um, you can use him here or anywhere on Twitch. Um, and I'll throw it back to Trent to talk about podcasts. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Val. The Trident Network also does podcasts like this show you are watching now or potentially listening to now. Um this is the only hybrid show that the Trident Network has that's a, a live stream and a podcast. But there's a ton of other great podcasts on the Trident Network. You can go to thetridentnetwork.com and click on the podcast tab to find out more about podcasts. Val actually hosts an incredible podcast that I love personally. It's called D Commentaries, where her and her co-host Allie Ring go through all the old um, Disney Channel original movies. If you love those, if you grew up with those, check those out. There's a bunch of great other podcasts. Um, check those out. Also go to... Including Trent's yeah, 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 other yeah, podcast, yeah, 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 the yeah. Tournament Podcast. Thank you, Val. I have another <laughs> podcast. Uh, you know, I love I love mediums and content. <laughs> um, that's it. Uh, that's it for this week. Please visit thetridentnetwork.com or subscribe to this channel right now. Um, there's a lot of cool stuff going on there always. There's some merch over there, a lot of cool merch. The Trident logo, I think, is sweet, and the swag is sweet. Um so yeah, that's it. Val, thank you. We'll be back in two weeks. Ariel, thank you for joining us. Give Ariel some love in the chat. Um, and if you're listening to this on a podcast, thank you for also doing that. Bye. 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 <laughs> Thanks for listening to I Love Improv with Trent Dozier. Please like, subscribe, and follow the podcast wherever you listen. And be sure to subscribe and follow the Trident Network on Twitch. I Love Improv with Trent Dozier is part of the Trident Network. To learn more about the Trident Network's videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. You can also support the podcast by donating to the Trident Network's Patreon at patreon.com slash thetridentnetwork. The I Love Improv live stream features technical support from Val Agnew. The theme music was composed by Nia D'Amelio, and the podcast was edited by me. We return Thursday, August 26th, live on twitch.tv slash the trident network at 6 p.m pacific 8 p.m central 9 p.m eastern